You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Rumors are true. We are back. Welcome to Monday Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL Show. Reminder before we get started that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The code there uses the term NFL because that's what we like. That's what we talk about is the National Football League. Football with two O's, not the U. Professional football here in America. This is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show. As mentioned, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. Those things make our hearts soar. You can also watch us on the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel as well as the SB Nation NFL Facebook page. I say us. My name is RJ Ochoa from SB Nation's blog and the boys, home of America's team. Our fantastic producer is always on the wicked wicked ones and twos. Rachelle Prevet from SB Nation's Bleeding. Green Nation and joining me back in the saddle all the way from the concrete jungle where dreams are made of from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride. Pete, welcome back. Good morning. Hey, yeah, good to be back. Monday Football Monday. Uh, I know the training camp month might might get a little bit weird here where I might miss a few more shows. But after that August, what a mid-August date, I mean, we're strapping in until, what, February for each and every week covering all the games of, of the NFL. Here. You say so the word be, August like fun. a native New York, August, August, you know, I I, you know, I, I live in Missouri, right? So when I do visit family, sometimes it, it starts to creep back in the the accent a little bit because they're they're nonstop with it but uh, I'm I'm working through it and I'm sure that once we get it back here for the next Monday Football Monday you'll you know what you'll hear it a I lot saw less, a photo so. you visiting family as mentioned uh, a big shout out to the Sweeney clan um, I had a question just about your your familial kind of activity if, if you didn't mind um, so uh, sure. look like you guys breaking bread uh, I think you I think you went to a Yankees yeah. game was when my rider did I miss see that somewhere. Um, <clears throat> went to oh, Yankees tough, Reds tough on scene. Thursday. Nice, nice, uh, nice L <laughs> right. for the home team. So, yeah. um, but I, yep. your latest photo, it was, it was really sweet. You know, uh, again, all the Sweeney's involved here. Um, and you, you wrote something like last time I'll see him till October, whatever, uh, when the Yankees season will end, by the way, uh, at the hands of the Houston Astros, of course. Uh, but, um, right. There was a, but <laughs> knock right. on them garbage it was, cans. It was baby. a Bud Light Lime on, on the table. Um, mm. so my, my question is that your, is that your drink of choice? Are you a Bud Light Lime fan? Um, so I'll show you here. If you can see this, RJ, there's there's a picture of me and my mom. Uh, we were getting twisted yesterday. <laughs> Look, it it, right. it escalates as you can see, and then there we are, uh, just just knocking down some some twisted okay. teas there. So 
Uh, we, me and mom, you know, it, it's nice to see her before training camp starts getting a little twisted yeah. uh, for Sunday fun day. You know, Pete it was, went, it, it Pete was went nice all the way day. home just yeah. to get his laundry done. Just so everybody is, um, is clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's doing it downstairs right now. Mom's doing it. Ma, uh, Ma the nice. laundry. Uh, Pete, um, I'm just going to say right now, I I'm, I'm humble enough yeah. to, to, to award you the MF double MVP ahead of time. All right. Like I'm, I'm going to give wow. it to you now. It's the only time I think in the history of this show where somebody gets to kind of carry it throughout the show. So our MF double MVP today, assuming Rachelle's all right with that, I, I do presume that to be the case, uh, is Pete Tweeney. So an early congratulations to you. And it's for them. It's, it's because the, of the, I mean, look, the, the podcast audience can see this, but Holy crap. Pete looks good. I mean, like, let's, <laughs> let's just call it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just be honest. Everybody. Pete looks great. If, if Pete were to walk on, on a beach anywhere, any, any piece of yeah. sand on this earth, yeah. he would be like a magnet. I mean, it would be like moss to a flame right now. Uh, the, the summer has, has been kind to Pete and his, uh, his beautiful glow. Yeah, no, I, I, I do have some, some darker skin and, and the mustache was actually a, uh, a mistake. I, I had made a shaving mistake, but it, it's been a happy mistake. I've, I've been kind of happy. All of us. The, the whole looks. world has benefited, but, um, so look, let's, we can tell people how the sausage is made. Generally I I'm, I come like, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's, let's do this. Pete has no input whatsoever. Pete's yeah. just, Pete's just here for the good looks and the good times and the twisted teas, obviously. Um, show up but, and go. Right. I don't stretch. I, I don't need to stretch. I, I hit a wall. I had no idea what to talk about. And early, yeah. early, early Monday morning said, hey, guys, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. And Pete came in like the hero he is. <laughs> we put up the bat signal and Pete Tweeney yeah. showed up and saved Gotham where he is currently posted up. So, Pete Tweeney, what are we talking about today? Set the stage for us. Por favor. Yeah, I would be remiss not to include, I mean, and, and you're an influence too. We went to see them in Miami, but around the NFL for, for years has talked about these like training camp cliche headlines. So I figured we could put our own spin on it. Everyone knows those type of, of cliches we're talking about. Uh, I'll give you an example right now. X player is in the best shape uh, of their life, but we're going to add something to it in the sense of, okay, let's name a few people or teams or coaches that might fit some of these cliches uh, as we get ready for training camp uh, loading up here. Uh, this is, this is crazy. I mean, we're, we're at least in Kansas city. I'm flying back on Wednesday. The chiefs will be reporting on Friday. This is really like that last week of nothing going on. You know, I think you're going to start to really get some tangible news. So uh, this is our, our stab at some of the headlines that you might see coming up in, in the next few weeks. And we're going to, all right, you want me to go to first? Play. I'm ready. I have nothing prepared. Pete has seven examples. So, so we're all clear and aware. Um, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So my first yeah, one, go ahead. Um, it's a, I'll, I'll give you the example of player, but it, it is a general, like, you know, trope, archetype, whatever, um, you know, young quarterback, maybe entering year two or three has to be kind of around that window is seeing, seeing things differently, seeing the whole field. Now the game has slowed down for him. Um, yeah, and that yeah. is, I'm not going Trevor Lawrence. I do think that is, is possible. Zach Wilson, he's been in the news. We all know mm -hmm. around Pete's neck of the woods where he's currently at uh, again, uh, Zach right. Wilson is, is going to be seeing things differently. The game has slowed. He's understanding the NFL. It took him a year of, of compartmentalization. Zach Wilson is understanding the NFL game. Now is what we're going to be getting out of uh, is it forum park, whatever, uh, out of New Jersey, mm -hmm. whatever. East Rutherford. I, I think you could also probably make a case for what uh, feels ah, in, in Chicago. See, I think literally seeing the whole field one. differently. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, it, that one feels like, fields. okay, I think it's you fields, know, they got the, the new, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fields and fields like uh, we're definitely going to see some of that out of, out of the Chicago camp. And he needs I, I, you know, I don't think Wilson has some time here because the, the Jets 
uh, obviously took that the high pick with him. Fields, it, it, the old regime uh, was was more into him, and it, and it does seem like they're rebuilding. So he really needs to be good this year. That that headline that kind of do you think Zach Wilson is the heaviest Fields. candidate? I say heaviest. He actually did bulk up, but uh, like the most likely candidate to get the the quarterback in year two like narrative push. I think because I don't think people are like trying to push the Trevor Lawrence thing. I think Zach Wilson's curried a lot of favor with people yeah. as of late, and I think he, he plays in New York. I mean, like people are trying to will that into existence. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get a little bit of that, but it it to me is a different story with Lawrence. Uh, everyone simply wrote off the first year like it never existed because of that mm-hmm. Urban Meyer disaster, uh, and so there's just like a little bit of a different spin on it. But yeah, no, I I think it's more of the. Wilson is the game is slowing down for him, whereas Lawrence is like, well, you know, last year yeah. technically no, didn't Tra- happen. Trevor's so getting, let's see how he, how he does. Yeah, our Trevor's first real look. Like, at he's technically Lawrence, a rookie. Yeah. That's that's the like the, the and right. that's happening. Right. That that well, is that, another one that's happening for Lawrence and for Trey Lance. Well, this this is really his his rookie season. You know, if you really if you're being fair, you know, this is just just like Patrick Mahomes in 2018 kind of stuff. Um. Okay. So you had yeah. the full list prepared. So give us your favorite one. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Wilson because I had him down for another one. Uh, and I have a couple other examples. But player X changed his mm. diet to become more slender, more bulked up. So we've already heard about Wilson uh, bulking up. A teammate of his, uh, Makai Becton, may have that story on the other side of he did this 30-day keto diet to slim down. Uh, I know there had been some some thought that he was maybe eating himself out of the NFL uh, and then I had other other ones that I'm just taking a dart at where maybe in Atlanta, it's Mariota, uh, maybe in Washington, it's Wentz. And then, of course, we always get in, in Tampa Bay, the new variation to the TB12 uh, um, method, as they say, of like, OK, what is Tom Brady doing in his 28th year uh, to to stay in shape and be ready? Mm, and the Brady one is, is evergreen, right? Like, obviously. Um, and I Happens think the Wentz one yeah. is good. Uh, even the, the Mariota thing, just I'm mean, not that he's at like supreme issues staying healthy but the Wentz one is like like it's, it's generally somebody who's been like fragile somebody who hasn't been able to stay healthy somebody who's who's been you know nicked up yeah. like constantly and it's like oh no I've, I've i've gone through the proper protocols and procedures to ensure like i'm gonna be available my, my or it'll, like the quote will be like my plan is to be available for every single game this season and the best ability uh is availability and because carson wentz went on uh whole 30 uh, he's going to be there for all all seventeen games and and maybe play a little bit better against Man, the Jaguars. I'm so down sure. on the Colts. I just, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I can't, I can't shake that. <laughs> well, we're talking know, about the Commanders just, right like, now, but and I know, I know that you can't get the Colts out of your brain. I mean, it is they live their it is a love to hate um, situation. Okay, let's extreme. move on. I have another one. Um, generally, there's <laughs> do the Cowboys play do. the Colts? They Sorry, play them on, on Sunday on night football. Bar. So that okay. is, I mean, like that's a I've written a lot. I've written a big check. Let's just say that. And and I've asked one of the least dependable teams in the month of December um, yeah. to to cash sure. cash in on it, you know. And so, um, I'll, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. look, we'll see. Will there be a victory poll on Monday? We will see. Um, uh, all I'm saying is maybe look up for me some like crow recipes, like great, you know, like maybe some crow biscuits, drink, you know, something like that. Well, we'll figure it out. Uh, um, I'm telling you right now, uh, I think what I may have to do in advance uh, of that game is get on Amazon and, and get myself mm. a, a blue polo. Just in case, just in case. Uh, uh, the Cowboys play the on way. Amazon actually a week after that. Um, so, or a few weeks after that. So, yeah, interesting. Should have uh, got it on Prime Day. Anyway, didn't think about um, it. So, this time. next archetype um, is this, this is a little bit more rare. 
Um, but it's like coach that has been reinvigorated, like change of scenery, right? Like I feel, oh, oh it feels yeah. just like the beginning feels, you know, it feels like the first day of school. That's the, we're going to mm. get that line so often mm. in the next, I don't know, 10 or so days. Um, Doug Peterson. Oh, I, it feels so good. Oh, it, feels, yeah. it feels amazing. It feels like, and it feels like the first day in Philadelphia. And then it will, it will turn in like that Doug Peterson stuff will turn into the, like the successes from Philadelphia. Oh, you know, at this, this, like that's a, a separate trope. So I guess I'm, I'm kind of doing a two for one thing, but like, I'll be like, you know, this, this feels just like two it did you. in 2017. Oh, really? I think, I, I think you're seeing that a lot with Dable mm-hmm. uh, in, in New York. And I also think you're getting a little bit of that in Houston with lovey smith and and happy go lucky still calling the defense check out this super awesome white beard uh the the witch is dead so to speak and getting that poison out of your 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 organization and it, and it in a weird way it does feel like it has shifted from from watson uh and i think right by an extension you know uh jj watt to smith being lovey smith being really the face um, quite, quite literally of that franchise that, that Sam well, looked Doug that Peterson. Um, I can't wait. There, there's going to be some sort of like, like training camp, like exercise or, you know, like, like I mean the, the, the silver Fox does oh, look I good mean, in that looks, teal visor. He I looks mean, that sick, thing dude. Is, I mean, like sharp, I tell you what, I mean, Dougie P, you know, just handsome guy, but, uh, he's competing with you. You know what I mean? Like, I know you don't have the, the silver streak going on, but right. someday, um, yeah. but anyway, um, there will be. Mm-hmm. I have I, my mom was quick to tell me in this visit home again before the, the season starts that I am getting some uh, white mm-hmm. hairs popping up. So, I, you know, salt you know what? And pepper if may you, be coming uh, you know sooner rather say, than if later. If you pluck RJ. one, seven grow back. So be careful. That's all I'll say. Um, yeah. But yeah, Doug, mm-hmm. it's like a seven dwarf. <laughs> you're going to get the Doug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This just you know, feels feels the first day of school. Feels so young. Feels just like, oh, brand new, blah, blah, invigoration, blah, blah. So that is coming for Doug Peterson. I think Brian Dable is a good one. Brian Dable, and incidentally, this was Joe Judge, I think is going to give us the like the coach involved in that practice moment. Like, Offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Judge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, remember, again, I think it was Joe Judge who uh, like fielded a punt or like, you know, recovered up, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, and, yeah. and like, there was all this like raw rawness happening. Yeah. Like that's going to be, we're going to get a clip of like Brian Dable, like running a route or something for Daniel Jones. And it's going to be like, Ooh, whoa, he's super hands on. Uh, so like that's coming in for Brian Dable. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I, I think these are, are good examples. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take over now. Uh, and, and again, I sort of a cousin of, of, of what you're, you're saying, but I think new staff is making a significant impact on quarterback X. And we already talked about uh, Daniel Jones, so we don't have to talk about him again. How about Mike McDaniel and suddenly turning Tua into a, a, a serviceable quarterback and, and trying to win games in Miami? I also think Kevin O'Connell um, doing something with Kirk Cousins beside him, besides him being the most average to slightly above average quarterback in the league. So I think O'Connell in Minnesota on Cousins, and then another one for me is McDaniel on Tua. Uh, I think Miami. you are missing a, a great one, and not to like relit, not to relitigate the oh. situation, but Matt Ryan. It's it, we're, we're oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get there the like go. oh he, Frank Frank one. is so great. You're already I know it's gonna be Matt like Ryan. Frank Reich, blah 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 this and that. But Mike McDaniel, he is, and this is sort of a new age um, class of tropes or cliches or whatever. Like we've already gotten the like, yeah. well, peep, peep peep coach McDaniel shoe game. You know what I mean? Like McDaniel's gonna have some sort sure. of like 
there was the McVeigh pool scene in Hard Knocks. McDaniel's going to have some some right. sort of like young hip like connection or moment or you know like they're going to be like yeah coach mcdaniel picks the music for practice and like blah blah or whatever it's we're gonna and, and maybe he shouts out some like particular artist and then the artist tweets about it or it's like we're, we're getting the mike mcdaniel glow up there, nobody is getting the glow up like mike mcdaniel which leads me pete to to say that i think sean Mc, sean mcveigh is jealous sean mcveigh can't handle this he, he's he, what i'm not the young guy i'm not i'm not the the the, the dude who everybody's like talking about being young we're gonna get some sort of sean mcveigh moment to really highlight like take his shirt off sean mcveigh is gonna do yeah. something to reabsorb all the attention that is that is my it's not really a trope that's like again you could say this as a cliche like sean mcveigh in five well, six years has become a cliche I, by himself he's a new brand of cliche i think i think, I think the rams and their championship celebration ha have a little of the Washington capital celebration. It just seems like it, this celebration has never ended. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I hate to say this for, for Rams fans. It just seems like the Rams are, are such a team that has no chance of repeating because they're just so into the fact that they won last year. Uh, and I, I, you know, when I think about McVay, I just think about them chanting and partying. And, and again, like Ovechkin did for, for Washington. Remember it, it, it seemed like he was, what drunk yeah. for a month straight after winning the Stanley Cup and, and Washington really hasn't sniffed it again. Uh, so I see a little bit of that in the the yellow. So Rams what I would posit sure. to you, um, in in my, you know, uh, actually last week Michael Peterson and I, he um, this two weeks in a row I've done no work to prep for the show. Uh, it was Michael's idea. I know you yeah. listened. I know you listened. MP. definitely. Um, I was um, supercharged uh, to listen. To it that was his idea to talk about things that you know we wish did or did not happen type stuff. Um, throughout the NFL and yeah. one of the things that I had said was and I don't like hate the Rams but and like that's kind of the thing like does anybody hate the Rams like and my, my, my take was like I wish the Rams had no. won the Super Bowl because it's so not interesting like there's no juice to that idea at all and to your point I think the Rams have been trying to convince us all or reconvince us all that they won the Super Bowl because like nobody cares. Like like people are so apathetic yeah. to the fact that they won a, the Super Bowl that it's just like whatever. Like like it's they're like <laughs> no no we did it. Like we remember we won and like we had the parade and we were like we were chanting and we were drunk. Like you know it's just uh, okay. I mean again it's it's just really yeah frat frat staff see like the there's also. again there's this whole like class of cliches that are coming with the rams specifically uh the mlb all-star game is tomorrow yeah. guarantee you we get some th there will be a prominent ram present at the all-star game at dodger stadium whether it's mcveigh and then they'll be like oh yeah we're hoping to have another great you know season here in la this is the city of championships well it's just it's whatever you could i mean they're they when you when the all-star game is in a certain city they'll have these slow motion clips of things that happened in the city. So, you know, I think you're going to see some of those clips from the Rams parade and who knows if the Lombardi trophy will be on hand. I think, I think that's a good point by you. Uh, I do want to say quick point about McDaniel that I thought uh, another good positive about the mustache is McDaniel. And I have very much the same look. And so that changes my look a little bit to look less like McDaniel, maybe less with the white glasses. When I have my, my black frames, I, we, we have a really close, uh, look, look to each other, and you know he doesn't have the mustache, so that does differentiate. Uh, I'm gonna go other, back to McDaniel, so we're gonna get the new, um, the new coach. Doesn't have to be like first time head coach, but coach in a new setting, new environment, whatever. Who's doing something to sure. empathize with their players? And McDaniel already kind of did this. I don't know if you saw this story during OTAs. Um, did you see? We, we talked about his shoe game, but did you see what Mike McDaniel was wearing as far as his articles of clothing throughout OTAs? 
I have okay, not so been on So I think this, I might have no. seen this on, on the Dolphin subreddit. Um, he was wearing a long sleeve shirt. I, although I think it was like, you know, dry fit. So there is some sort of like, you know, breathable aspect to it. But still, it's, it's, a, it's a long sleeve shirt. Um, and, and again, like yeah. this might have been the, the like Reddit user or wherever I saw this, like making this up. But again, the, the takes are floating is my point. Um, this take was that sure. Mike McDaniel, and I actually think he said this. I'm about to look while you speak, um, that he wore a long sleeve to be able to identify with how his players were feeling in the elements, right? Like, cause the point is like, if Mike McDaniel's, you know, walking around in shorts and, and a t-shirt, he's breathing comfortably. He's, right. he's not feeling the attrition of the elements. You'd... Right. He, he wants to be as right. So that, so that he's very, very not, you know, hot temperature. Right. So that he can kind breath. of like, again, empathize and feel and be like, okay, well this must suck. Like let's, I like, you know, I like that he's devoting his blood, sweat, and tears to to the Miami Dolphin organization. I mean, it it is hot down there right now. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's not. It's not cool. I, it, it's. I'm just making. If you will. just just to be fair here, I did not make this up. Uh, <laughs> this is a, an article from USA Today. It is titled "Pete: Why Dolphins Coach Mike McDaniel is Wearing a Sweatshirt During Practices in Florida Heat." Mm. And his quote was honestly. It's the best way that I can keep in tune to what the players are going through because I'm not sprinting around. At least I have an idea right. of how hot it is. Otherwise, you'll lose sight of that, and then you'll be doing too many reps, causing soft tissue—excuse me, soft tissue injuries—and all that nonsense. Is this like again? So my point is like we're gonna get this. Like some, some sort of like you know, oh, I'm I'm wearing a helmet in practice yeah. so that I can I can know what it's like to look out through the face mask, you know, because my players are having to do it too, you know. We we haven't seen it yet, but I could I could also see that playing into McDaniel's in in Vegas, doing uh, something yeah. to the extent of I'm changing the game here. Uh, Daddy <laughs> isn't here anymore. He's in New England. I'm doing things my way now, and part of that is wearing a Raiders shirt that has a midriff, like you can see maybe like maybe he goes like full action. opposite of Belichick and only wears the sleeves. You know what I'm saying? Like he he rips the sleeves off right. of something and only yeah, yeah. wears them. Um, sure, like mm -hmm. a pseudo the, muscle shirt, sort of the opposite of a muscle shirt. Mm -hmm. He's, he looks to be in pretty good shape. I mean, I don't really know what McDaniel's physique looks like, but I, he might be able to pull something like that off for sure. Uh, he looks swole, definitely. I feel like I had a really good one, but you know, if you want to go next, you can. So, yeah. All right. So I really teased it at the beginning, right, to explain how to do this exercise. And I, I have a couple for best shape uh, of their life. Um, first, starting in, in New Orleans. I think you're going to get a little bit of that from Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew. Oh, who are, are both, both like late in the game of signees sort of disrespected. You know that they're going to be showing up hungry and in the best shape of their life. I also pulled up Philadelphia's James Bradbury. Again, a little bit disrespected when it came to his availability in the market there. And then Baltimore, uh, Justin Houston and Cleveland's Jadavian Clowney. And Clowney seems to get this, what? Every year, I mean, it, it's an annual thing of Clowney being in the best shape of his life. But so uh, just to review, RJ, you can comment on it. New Orleans, Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew, Philly, James Bradbury, Baltimore's Justin Houston. And of course, uh, the king of best shape of his life. Today, you left off an important one. I think a really easy like piece of low hanging fruit. Sometimes the lowest hanging fruit is the sweetest. J.J. Watt. Like we, we we're, oh, <laughs> oh God, there is there is something coming right. with J.J. Around, like in this uh, and area. He's a little bit of that rehab headline too. Like he is hungrier than ever. Fi finally, as healthy as he's he's been in a long time, has not felt this healthy in a while. 
uh, J.J. Watt and, and the Cardinals uh, trying to to do so it there. So that springboards me into my next one. Um, not to like completely like dismiss yours, but um, so, so sure. like every year it feels like so like most people are very wise and astute and don't want to like say something ridiculous, right? They don't they don't want to like guarantee. They don't want to promise. You look at like what Miles Sanders said a few weeks ago. Like it can kind of blow up in your face. But every now and then there are situations that kind of deem for somebody to be like, okay, enough. Like I've, I'm sick of the negative headlines. I'm just going to come out and make a proclamation because I'm feeling bold enough. Yeah. I'm angry enough, whatever. So I have two candidates that are for like person, player, whatever, that is going to come out and sort of like overcompensate with a comment to kind of like balance the this fear, so to speak. One of them is Lamar Jackson, but I think Lamar is too wise for that. I don't think Lamar is going to come out and be like, I'm going to win MVP again, this and that, whatever. The prime candidate, I think, for this, speaking of Amazon Prime, um, Kyler Murray. I think we're going to get like some oh, some Kyler in a, in a can't you just see it like in, in a like the you know press conference like the outside the facility sun Arizona sun beating on him in his shorts and t-shirt just like yeah yeah you know uh, I'm coming for it all this year you know like I, I like I you 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 so I the thing I like about you RJ is you know you hate groupthink you hate when a headline takes off and then all of a sudden everybody believes it's just to believe it I think Kyler has gotten a lot of that this off season leading into the season. Right. So like I am one of those believers and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, quote unquote, following the sheep. Like I think the Cardinals and Kyler are going to fall. Oh, no, I'm, I'm getting... I, to be fair. I'm with you. Like, I'm just predicting the, like the, the however, yin and yang of it all. However, though, it's gotten to be such a group think storyline. Now I'm starting to think like, is he just going to look like an MVP again? Like we saw for a few of those games at the beginning of his career and really like shock the world in a, in a way, uh, because it's just, it's such an assumption that the Cardinals are falling off the face. See, of the like I, again, that that's sort of the spirit of the quote I'm envisioning what we get. Like, I, I think we're going to get like, and it may not be Kyler. Like it may JJ, like as the Kyler proxy, like, you know what I mean? Like speaking sure. on behalf of him, but some, we're going to get some yeah. version of a quote. Like, you know, people forget, like, cause I don't know if you remember this. I remember uh, it was like an NFL films quote from last season. I don't know what Cardinals game it was, but JJ Watt was talking to, to somebody on, on the sideline. It was like, everybody says it's because of this. It's because of that. Maybe it's just because we're better. Okay, cool. JJ, that really worked out for you. But, <laughs> but so my point is somebody's going to say, maybe it's even Cliff or, or Steve Keim or Michael Bidwell. Somebody, somebody's going to say some version of, you know, we were the last undefeated team in the NFL last season for a reason. And, and we're, pl and we're planning right. on taking that all the way through to the Super Bowl this year. And then like, th then the headline is like Cardinals guarantee undefeated season. Like that's, I'm, I'm telling you, they, they cannot help themselves. It it's still a tough division. I, you know, that's, that's part of the problem too. I mean, everyone's excited about the AFC West and, you know, maybe take the Seahawks out of it to some extent, but uh, who knows? I mean, everyone has been saying for the longest time, let Russ cook. Whoa, I mean, now there's no whoa, Russ. Whoa, whoa. Maybe the Seahawks will be better when they don't have to feel like the, you know, people are saying, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. I mean, now that you're dealing with Gino and, and Drew, Drew Locke potentially. Maybe that would be so funny if the Seahawks like wound up with a more successful season than the Broncos. That would just just like a really boring team who wins 10 7 games yeah. and route to an 11 and 6 NFC West title. Yes, that would be very fun for me. Um, okay, uh, I love your that. next one, Pete. All right. Uh, this one is one you see every year, and you'll start to see it at the beginning of next week. And um, I'll probably be, be writing this headline, but the chemistry is just off the charts between quarterback X and wide receiver X. Uh, this, the, they have, there has not been more chemistry and I have uh, a few down here. I think you're definitely going to see it in Vegas with uh, Derek Carr and Devonte Adams throwing it back to the days uh, of Fresno state. 
we know, and this is my only Chiefs mention of the podcast. So everyone relax, but I, I think you're, you'll definitely see it in Kansas City with Mahomes and Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and Juju. Um, and then the trade that led to that, Tua and Tyreek, and then with Jalen Hurts and uh, AJ Brown. I think you, you get that a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of this. Man, these guys are in sync. These receivers who have never played with these quarterbacks, they look so damn good in these shorts and in the sun. I think you're leaving off a really, again, piece of like huge piece of low hanging fruit. I actually think Mahomes, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. I would say it's probably Sky Moore. Like I think we, that's where we get the spicy Mahomes quote. Like you know, some some like sure. you know, he, I don't think Mahomes is like Mahomes actually put out a video of him and Sky together on his personal account and said the skies. Yeah, limit, like I I uh, I anticipate he's already I anticipate said some version of like and I don't think Mahomes is like gonna make a bad bed to have to lie in the way I think other people will, but it'll be some version of like, yeah, you know, like it it, it feels like you know, like he reminds me of Tyreek. Like there will be some kind of like, you know, ish <laughs> to that. Uh but the lowest hanging fruit is in in this like realm, like chemistry, the impact, whatever, new players making, the culture change, whatever. Baker in Carolina, man, this guy comes in yep. and he's he's just yep. he's immediately from day one, like he's up the intensity and like wow, like he's already bonded with with you know whatever. He's handing that ball off to Christian McCaffrey so great. You know, like he's just whoa. Like that's you missed it, Pete. Again, over two right there. RJ, don't forget, we I mean we got to be looking at that chemistry between um Amari Cooper and Brissett. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's that's a big one, right? You're gonna be watching that uh with a magnifying glass, I'm mm. sure. That's a great point. Um, wow. I um the Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown thing. We're also like, I see, I one of those is going to give us like the like the AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, buddy buddy relationship. You know what I mean? The way we got AJ Brown, Julio last right. year. Like we're going to get one of those that's like, ooh, whoa, best friends. They're best friends now. Uh, I think you're seeing that with two and Tyreek. Tyreek has been just. I- the Chua over supporter. This I off respect season, how that. Damn good I, he is. I love how he's like riding or dying for him. Like, I think that's who I, well, I mean, it, if you talk about the original ride or die, I mean, wh- wh- who are we talking about? We're talking about T.O. And we're talking about that's what I see. That's I was actually about to bring that up. I have I've never understood how he gets crap for that. Like pe- people like you no, know, like <laughs> but people like that. The, the people's biggest criticism of T.O. is he was like a locker room cancer. He hated this team. He destroyed his teams. Like he yeah. literally wept in the name of defending his quarterback. Like he gets no credit for that whatsoever. It's stupid to me. No, yeah, no. Uh, great moment uh, in NFL history. I loved it. Um, wow. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> we have talked about cliches and tropes and things like this, and we have not mentioned Russell Wilson. Uh, so mm-hmm. I have. I, wait, I do have Russell Wilson down here. For okay. Well, what is your Russell Wilson trope that you foresee coming? So it's it's a little bit less about Wilson, um, but I I put this one. All of a sudden, you're going to be like watch out for team uh, X and it's got to be a team that has been like pretty bad for a while. And so to me, I have four teams down. Uh, you mentioned one sort of with the Carolina Panthers. So I, I think Baker is going to propel the Panthers back into this, like could come out of the woodwork conversation. I have the Detroit lions, Detroit lions is getting some sneaky love this off season. Like they're going to, they're going to emerge, but I also have the New York jets and we've already talked about the other Wilson. But the Denver Broncos are going to be, you know, for, the, for years and years and years, to me, the AFC West hot pick has been the L.A. Chargers. I think after that coin toss stuff and Justin Herbert not really been able to get it done where the Raiders go to the playoffs, they don't. I think the Chargers are not going to be the hot pick this year. I think it's going to be now that Denver finally has rust there, they are going to win the AFC West. I think they're going to be this ultimate dark horse pick. Dark horse. Uh, to be right. Also a great yeah. song by Peter um, Dark horse. 
uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. And I think that they, yeah, I think they're going to be the hot picks that come out of the So this is what I envisioned for Russell. Um, I don't know what year this was. I think it was 2013, but I remember reading a story or reading a tweet that at a Chicago Bears practice that was open to the public, that Brandon Marshall, then obviously uh, a receiver for the Broncos, um, took the microphone and the exact quote was like that he just, he quietly said, he, he just, he hushed the whole crowd and said, Super Bowl. And that the crowd was like, ah, you know, whatever. And then obviously it blew up in their faces. That's going to be like the moment for Russ. Like he's, he's going to take the mic at like an open practice to be like, you know, uh, I, I know that there was a Jalen Ramsey when J when the, the Jaguars were playing the, the Patriots in the AFC title game, Jalen Ramsey did right. something similar like, as well. Can you not see like Russ being like, you, you know, um, I, I know I played in, in a Super Bowl that featured the Broncos before and, and we don't, have, we don't have to talk about that, <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 you know, uh, um, I, I'm envisioning the same thing this year and, and, uh, and, and I'm going to win this one too. Broncos country. Let's ride. You know, like, and then, ah! Like, and then, and then, and then Sierra and I are going to have more babies because that's, wow. that's what he wants. There's got to be, maybe it's an AFC West quarterback thing. Like there's gotta, there's always gotta be forgetting one about who, the, who has like a, a, just a litter of children. The, uh, yeah, the underlying, um, the, the, the AFC West quarterbacks do have a lot of kids at this point. Um, but there does have to be an underlying theme of sex appeal when it comes to mm. Russ as well, which is why you, you, you do, you have heard the Broncos country let's ride, but there's also like the sexy version of it, which is. Broncos country. That's right. You know, again, the podcast right. audience can't see you, but Pete's saying that with his shirt unbuttoned halfway. I mean, really just hit mean, differently. Well, now uh Rachel knows which which clip to cut mm. for us. Uh it's supposed post on social media um, later. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, we also have to get like the reclamation project line about somebody. And and sure. there's no I don't I don't think he gets like you can call it criticized, but I don't think he gets like highlighted for this enough. Ron Rivera is such an author of cliche lines. Like he, he really is like he, yeah. he, he will drop cliches left and right. Can you not envision Ron Rivera being like, you know, this, this, this is the guy. I mean, you know, two, 2017, I mean, he, he looks like he, this, he looks like an MVP right now. Carson Wentz. Whoa. I mean, you know, I'm really grateful we traded for him. Like, whoa, like Ron Rivera is going to give us a Wentz line. Absolutely. He uh, he's riverboat round for a reason. By the way, I didn't realize Bear uh, happens to be yeah. such a Rivera guy. I, he knows I, that I'm anti Rivera. He's got my back. That's my boy Bear. Does Bear know that he's in a Cowboys household? There's there's he ruling with the the command. Well, his name that, is Bear. Maybe that's sort of his two team, you know, by nature. So he's, <laughs> he's, got, he's upset he's got about a, a lot of team. things. Like your your is your second team. By the way, I haven't checked in on this in a while. Is your second team still the Buffalo Bills, or are you now? Have you now? Moved you know what? On? It's interesting that you bring this up. Um, I'm open for business when it comes to a second team. Yeah. So I, I said um, on the on the episode with Michael should, last week. Should we should we each pick a second yes, team I, uh, this I, year? I, I, I don't know if you're prepared to do that now or at least think about it now while we're here um, as the mail yeah. check passes by. But to set set this point up, um, I said last week with Michael, among the things that I wish had had not happened, that I wish the Bills had not whined and complained and gotten their way about the overtime rule change. That that like I love their team so much. I I love their roster. I mm -hmm. love Josh Allen. I love their uniforms. I love their culture. I love Bills Mafia. I love it all. But it's so difficult for me to look past that. And I know that it's not their fault. I, we address this on the look ahead. I know it's kind of like the football media machine that has kind of made the Bills under this like darling. But I'm kind of out. Like I can't really root for a team that is like playing this like victim card to some sort of degree. So I do need a two team. Yeah, no, it, it's funny. I'm I'm trying to think back because I I think two seasons ago when we started this show, I definitely had a clear second team. That was Alex's um, uh, WFT. You had a lot of two teams. I had uh, in 2020. I had, I had less of a second team last year, but I to be fair, I you know, and I 
I don't think this is a great you know reflection of what ended up happening at Arrowhead Pride, but I, I kind of liked the Bengals last year. I I I didn't I wasn't in on well, that. Them was your other two team in twenty twenty was the Bengals. Yeah, I liked the Bengals in twenty. I did. I liked WFT and the Bengals, and maybe I was a year early on. Cincinnati, so here's my proposition: but, uh, here's, is is, is yeah, we identify ahead. two teams with one another, but my second team has to be in the AFC, and yours has to be in the NFC to, to like counterbalance each other, obviously, because Cowboys mm-hmm. cheese. So that gives me an NFC and AFC team, and you an NFC and AFC team. Your NFC team cannot be the team you grew up rooting for, which is the New York Giants, by the way. So yeah, maybe maybe it would be, I don't know. I, I'm 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 already sort of between three. And I'm looking at them. I think I think I like, I, like I talked about. I love the idea of Seattle being so boring and just really having like bad television, but still winning and somehow winning that division. Um, Carolina, the Baker Carolina team is interesting. Uh, uh, I do. I I I watched Marcus Mariota at Arrowhead Stadium throw a pass to himself. So Atlanta is is interesting there. And I something tells me the O'Connell. Kirk Cousins Vikings might I've been t- be I've been I've been but, screaming that, that that's going to be a great team if I had a two team in the NFC I, it'd be there. I don't know I don't think I could wrap my head around my team being a Kirk Cousins led team I just it, it, it that would be hard for me so it's probably going to be one of the other Hear me out. so for me on the AFC side of things as we've sort of pivoted into this subject um it can't be the Bills I want it to be but like I just can't I mean and I'm not like tr- I, it goes back to that point I was talking about you earlier, my man. The Bills are just too hot. You don't. You don't want to be a. a you saying I'm a hipster? You don't want to be. Give me your glasses. Let me do I, this. I mean, you know. Like, you yeah. Here, let me take these off. You want to be RJ? There you go. You want to be in that underground basement? Like you want to hear Dashboard Confessional when there's seven uh, people there before they they're selling. Vindicated. Out I'm yeah. selfish. You want to be vindicated. Right. You want to be selfish. You want to be right. Uh, that's what. That's the type of team. Okay, that you're so for. it's not going to be the Colts for obvious reasons, like their fraudulent nature and whatnot. Uh, it's not going to be the Chargers because, like, meh. I mean, just no, nah, miss me with it. Like, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, out, sure. out of loyalty, it's not going to be the Broncos or the, or the Raiders. Although I do like the like the Raiders' history. Love the uniforms, obviously. Uh, but just you know, whatever. Baby. But now that I'm looking at it, it's obviously not going to be the Browns. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I would love to say <laughs> the Browns would be the. Last- Browns would be the last of last team. I, I, I would say if I had to pick it out of the AFC, I would have all three AFC West teams before the Cleveland. Obviously, Browns. I would. I have every AFC team ahead of the Cleveland Browns. Um, though, and I, <laughs> I would have loved honestly to have have chosen the Texans and gone like full like Texas foreverness. Um, but like the settlement last week, like yuck. Um, clearly not like th- that great of yeah, an organization. They did lose a little bit of that favor um, in that whole situation. For again, sure. I would love to pick the Jaguars too, but that's like that's been a little bit too vogue too many times. Like I'm not going down that path. I tell you what, the official two team. Of our Joe Cho here on Monday Football Monday, the Baltimore Ravens. I have I've gone to bat for these dudes. I've been at this party for a long time. I'm the only person here on the SB Nation NFL show that has given Lamar Jackson his credit. The oddcast hates him. All right. I love the Baltimore yeah. Ravens. And so it's for that reason that I posit to you that you should go with the Minnesota Vikings. We can be the purple people. All right. You go Vikings, I go Ravens. We have all the purple in the in the NFL no, coverage. I've already decided. I mean, I I just heard it in my own voice talking. It's got to be the the boring hawks. I'm going with the so boring hawks. We're, we're I birds. Want, I, we're just burning it up. We're birds. We're okay. burning it up. Yeah, the, the hawks are my official second team. Of, of I mean, I I might be staring a five and twelve record in the face, but I don't care. It's going to be fun to have a second team. And I, let's okay. go hawks. Go go hawks. Right now, I can say that because it, that's it's not free. It's available certainly. Um, it's free. Yeah. Wow! It's Shout out, out to me. I've never seen the wire, but you know Baltimore Ravens. Um, I love you all. Um, 
<laughs> so. Well, I hope there's I hope there's no plates in, in my future in, in any any capacity, as you know, uh, even though they are. Your OK, so to kind I'll of stick with this subject to wrap up last kind of cliche trope, whatever, who are going to be the like trendiest, clichéiest, tropiest picks to win the Super Bowl or to appear in the Super Bowl? Excuse me. I know that we're still a little bit away from that. Like that's not like kind of a training camp. That's more of a week one thing. But it's, it's yeah. going to be Bills, Rams, Bills, Bucks. That's going to be the most the hottest Super Bowl prediction, I think. I or think Bills Packers. you're right. I'll, I'll throw that one. I yeah. think, I I think you're right, and I you know I continue to to really just criticize the entire public on the just lack of respect for the Bengals and the Kansas City and Chiefs my Baltimore because, Ravens. and your Baltimore Ravens because the the Bills are going to be the pick. I mean, like you know when they make those articles on all these sites, and I'm sure we're, we're going to do it as well. So I'm not just uh, excluding SB Nation and Vox, but you know where there's all the logos. How many Bills logos are going to be? There's, it's going to be just chock full of, of Bills logos. It's going to be even hard to see the other logos. There's going to be so much blue and red. Um, so I, I agree with you there. I don't know how sexy a pick the Rams are going to be to repeat. I, uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I think uh, you could see a mix of different teams out of the the NFC. Rams will be in the mix, but I also think you'll get uh, the Bucks and the Packers. And uh, you always do see, and and this is to the credit of the organization and being America's team, there's always some people out there that want the spicy pick of the Dallas Cowboys. You always see that in the mix, and, and it just never comes to fruition. Sorry, RJ. So, yeah, I, I think it's Bills and then that that mix of the three teams you it's mentioned. It's funny. Uh, um, Bucks, Bucks uh, Rams, and Green. It's funny Bucks, given yeah. that the AFC is the – the conference with all the contenders right but like that will be to your point like when there is the graphics of like super bowl picks that will be the the more common agreement i guarantee i think we guarantee will be on the afc side and it will be buffalo um and oh it's going to be buff i mean i think most and i i go as far as to say about 80 percent of analysts will be picking the bills wow interesting okay well yeah. Um, I, I last thing last trope before we have rachel i again i gave you the mfwp but if she wants to you know change it up it's up to change her it. um last like yeah. trope cliche bear in the mix for all those coming on the way for sure and we've already kind of yeah. heard this to a degree but the arizona cardinals are going to some somebody affiliated with the cardinals this this will be jj watt will be like well you know the bucks won the super bowl in their stadium two years ago and and the rams won the super bowl in their stadium last year so we're trying to make it three in a row like that will that's the jj watt quote that's coming down the pipeline baby yeah well if if you go by the the trend of uh of of these good veteran players who have a rich history going to new teams and winning the Super Bowl, like we saw in Tampa, uh, like we saw in LA, then Indy is taking this championship home this year. Uh, Matt Ryan for the third year in a row, a veteran quarterback, uh, really reinventing himself and bringing his team to his new team to the promised no, so land. It's not so, applicable uh, to Russell Wilson. It's only applicable to Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Just Matt Ryan. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Rachel, um, if you can come in and first of all, tell us how you feel about me picking the Baltimore Ravens as my two team. And second of all, let us know who your two team is. It cannot be the Philadelphia Eagles and three who, uh, today's MF double MVP is that would Rachel has to go to the AFC too, right? Uh, no, oh, no, I think she has to go to the, the NFC, NFC or she has, she, Rachel oh, can do whatever yeah, she right. wants. I mean, NFC, but not the right. Eagles. So, uh, seems, Rachel, seems we're right. ready for you, uh, to grace us with your presence and, and let us know your decisions on, on all of these things. Um, as soon as you're ready. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? First of all, I have to say, Arga, you have to watch The Wire, one of the greatest shows in history. Yeah, so, what are you doing? I'm, I'm Mr. Pop Culture, and it's it's a it's a big gap in my yes. knowledge. I will say you that. Gotta so. it. It's uh, tough. And in the in that spirit, and before we talk about the MF Double MVP, uh, in the future, RJ, if you come at the King, you know, oh, mess, all right. Oh, anyway, 
Thank you, Pete, for using one of the most quotable lines of all time that everybody knows is from The Wire. But thank you for that. Awesome. No problem. Uh, what am I supposed to be doing again? You have to uh, let us know what you think about me picking the Baltimore Ravens as Love my it. true team. Okay. Thank you. What about, what about the Hawks? Go Hawks. I like the Ravens better, but go birds. There you go. Go birds. Yeah, yeah. we're all birds. Uh, and I don't know if that influences your decision. You have to pick um, a bird. Uh, you, you have to what? pick a, a two team yourself. But it, it's a, it's it's an NFC. What's that? You said I have talk to about the wire. The NFC. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my notebook and say if I'm a bird, you're a bird. <laughs> um, okay, that's fair. Um, so yeah, then we're all birds. Um, uh, we are real. Um, but so you have to pick because your your favorite team is the Baltimore Ravens, Rachel. Yeah. But you so you have to pick a two team, and it can't be the Eagles. Who you you know we all know that it can't be the Eagles. So it has to be an NFC team. You're, I think the Falcons or the or the Cardinals are technically your birded options if you want to stick with the bird theme. But you definitely can pick whatever NFC team you want to be your two team this year. Um, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Nice. Okay. I think that's fair. Can I go wrong with the goat? You ruined the bird thing, but that's cool. It's up to you. Whatever. Yeah, I, had to ruin I don't want to go with the Cardinals. No. Well, the Falcons would have been cool. I mean. No, no. I wouldn't go with the Falcons either. Awesome colors, yeah. at least. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And look, look, sometimes you pick the greatest player of all time. There you like go. It. Easy. That was an easy pick. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, now, yeah. uh, final thoughts. Again, Pete was yes. crowned MFWL VP, but maybe that was premature. Maybe you disagree. Like, who <laughs> should who should win the award in your uh, humble opinion? It's only right to give it to Pete. Very impressive. He held it down. I'm very proud. The must, the must, mustache. Yes, the mustache. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Pete, do you have any words? I haven't won one in a long time, Rachel. This is starting to. Upset yeah. Me. I, my, I, I mean, I, I just have to say, my, my hit rate on winning the double F and F and double P <laughs> is very strong. I, I mean, I, I, I could go back to a lot of shows and, and, you know, you talk about 80% of, of, of the CBS and ESPN Yahoo analysts picking the bills. I think I've, I've knocked down 80% of the, the MVPs that I've been eligible for, which is uh, just a, 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 an incredible, incredible record, um, especially for an award that you created. All that I mean, does when not the green jacket of the week, this is not all, all that you know, does when, when you, you when you put it that way, Pete, is remind us that you have been absent for a lot of shows. That's all, all that. That's all that you're saying. That I'll really tell you does. one thing. Uh, the, and and with the all-star game coming up, you are due. So just keep your head up. Uh, and and maybe at some point here, you'll, you'll take mm. one down. Um, I appreciate that. Um, Rachel, um, the final 400 words belong to you and then we leave, make them great. You're today's MFW MVP. I will not say 400 words, but cheesecake from TGI Fridays is the best. Oh yeah. Pete, you know I, what? um, uh, I tried cheesecake for the first time in my life on Friday night. Nice. Uh, I had a little tartufo the other night. What? What? What'd you say? Mm -hmm. You can tell us what that is or. Yeah, it's like a ball of ice. It's it's it was great. Ne Neapolitan ice cream. You dump dunk it in chocolate. Uh, you got dunk the Neapolitan ice cream in chocolate. Yeah, and that thing comes out and it's frozen. It's like a it's like a frozen bocce ball. Cut that thing open, maybe a little raspberry sauce. But if it's uh, dunked in chocolate, in then Tide, then it's New not York. Neapolitan anymore. Bring your wallet. Uh, it is an expensive restaurant. It is not not a cheap one. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to the parents for taking. How can it. it be Neapolitan if it's dunked in chocolate? That's it's no longer Neapolitan. You know what? Uh, uh, we'll have to save that for the ice cream podcast. But uh, I, you know, I appreciate your guys' time today. Rachelle, as we leave, your your favorite flavor of ice cream? Cookies and cream. Well done. We were looking for Rocky Road, though. Morning. 
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.